What's up, folks? Uh, taking an ad out on my own podcast just so I can let you know about, uh, once again, these upcoming dates I have for my Hard to Say show. March 22nd, I'm in Denver. March 24th, I'm in Boulder, Colorado. And March 27th, Fort Collins, Colorado. If you're there, if you know anyone there, it would mean the world to me if you let people know about this. Uh, I'm going to be doing more shows as well. Seattle, Portland, Santa Cruz, Bay Area, look out for that. But if, if you could please let people know the 22nd, 24th, and 27th, I'm going to be in Denver, Boulder, and Fort Collins doing comedy about my experience living with trigeminal neuralgia, uh, a.k.a. suicide disease. This is a show I've been working out uh, for a while that, that has been extremely fulfilling and uh, wonderful, uh, you know, despite not being good feeling physically. Um, you know, I know I harp about it a lot and all this stuff going on with my medical situation. This has been sort of my coping and my reason for continuing. So I have, uh, uh, I'm excited to finally do it somewhere else other than Los Angeles. So please, if you're in Denver, Boulder, Fort Collins, go to kyleayers.com slash shows, K-Y-L-E-A-Y-E-R-S.com slash shows. Uh, I have a mailing list you can sign up for there as well. It'll let you know when I'm in your area. That's the best stuff you could do to possibly support me would be that sort of thing there. Thank you very much. Um, I hope this was a, I hope I uploaded this ad properly to my own show. It's a good show. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hey everybody, this is Never Seen It, the podcast where I have comedians rewrite famous movies and TV shows they've never seen, and we read their scripts for you here in studio. Uh, before we get into it, I do want to remind you guys, if you want more of the show, if you love the show, if you want to see more episodes, even listen to those more episodes, you can you can look at the file, but you can also listen to it. Uh, we do have videos, we have other podcasts and stuff. We have a Patreon page for the show at patreon.com slash it. so you can check it out there, and you can get even more of it if you're into to that but moving right into it today we are here with scotty landis scotty thank you for being here thank you so much yeah and uh we have you've never seen dallas buyers club right i've never seen it i had the screener for a long time and i never watched it oh, so. so it just uh, was a dvd uh, uh, sitting on a table yes there you go <laughs> we're also joined by brian baldinger brian hi thank you for being here thank you thanks for having me yeah and before we get into your script we're going to play a little tease of guess what movie Kyle's dad is describing having had never had heard of the movie and just watched the trailer. going to work on that and title. I know. We're trying to – we want it to – because someone told me it doesn't describe it well enough, so I'm thinking about making it a little longer. Good idea. Um, and so you have two options. You can listen to A or B. Uh, I will listen to B. B it is. B, probably harder. Okay. So here's a tease. Okay. So he's on TV. That is a loud shirt. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> if anyone has any guesses. I have a guess. Really? Yeah. Uh, what's that uh, Woody Harrelson movie uh, that uh, directed by Oliver Stone? Uh, uh, natural Born Killers? Natural Born Killers. It's not Natural Born Killers, okay. <laughs> but I can see where you're coming from. So it can be, it, this is not a contemporary, <laughs> this can be a trailer. nothing This is just it. some trailer. <laughs> it's some trailer. It's like uh, Charlotte's Web. That's some trailer. Oh, uh, man. 
Yeah, he's got uh, a loud we'll, shirt. Okay, we'll come back around to it at the end. Um, <laughs> we're gonna My get we're gonna get into uh, your your script for the Dallas Buyers Club here. Sure. And and I wasn't even sure if it was Dallas Buyers Club or the Dallas Buyers. I still don't know exactly. I also don't know if it is possessive. Right. Buyer apostrophe s or the buyers. Uh, Oh, yeah. It could also be one of those weird things where someone's, like, named buyer. You know what I mean? It's probably not. No Probably not a pun. It doesn't seem like a movie that rests heavily on puns. uh, It's Nicole Byers. um, (laughs) Dallas Club. Dallas Club. Oh, that would be great. I'd watch that. We want to, so we're going to let everyone know who we're playing here in the Dallas Buyers Club. And so I will be playing and reading for Ricky and Diane. Great. And uh, Brian, uh, I'll be pl- I'll be reading for Prescott. All right, and I'll do stage Scott. direction in Maud, I guess. There we go. Okay, great. Okay, do we just light it up? We we'll get just into light it? it up. Okay, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Fade in. No, exterior Dallas, two thousand two, establishing. Glass buildings rise above a wealthy metropolis. Aerosmith, Sweet Emotion, blasts at full volume. These are the closest we can get to Sweet Emotion, as far as like find- I don't think we could afford it. <laughs> uh, interior, unmarked building, morning. A large man, Prescott, 50, sits behind a desk in an overflowing showroom. He tries to turn up the air conditioner with a tiny remote. <laughs> it does not work. Hey, Maud, let's buy a new air conditioner. Maud, 35, mm. in a wheelchair, rolls by without stopping. Consider it bought, sir. <laughs> Prescott turns up the volume on his stereo, blasting sweet emotion even louder. He pours Kahlua in a thermos of coffee and shakes the shit out of it. Buy me another Kahlua, too. A big one? Buy the biggest one they got. As Prescott sits, two people enter. The first is Ricky, a man who bears a striking resemblance to Matthew McConaughey. The second is a woman, Diane, who favors an anorexic Jared Leto. Take your shoes off, please. Ricky and Diane look at each other. They hold each other's shoulders as they remove their boots. Cowboy boots. We're here to buy some stuff. (laughs) Well, you're in luck, Chief. You came to the right place. Ever heard this song before? Sweet Emotions? Yeah, Sweet Emotions. You ever heard it before? Have we heard Sweet Emotions before? Yes. Are you asking if we've heard Aerosmith's Sweet Emotions? You got it. Of course we have. It's like 25 years old. Damn, it's good. Great song. (laughs) So, uh... Prescott turns off the radio. Maud rolls behind Ricky and Diane without stopping. She's carrying a brand new air conditioner. Pardon me for the intrusion. Air conditioner came in, Prescott. Swell. Chugs the thermos for 30 seconds. First of all, who recommended y'all? We I was hoping we were going to sit in that for actually 30 seconds. All right, okay. That was three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> well, can we just loop that Felt for 30 like an seconds hour and, and I can edit? <laughs> okay, we'll loop that for 30 seconds and edit. First of all, who recommended y'all? We have a strict policy of who we allow to buy. This isn't a Walmart, and these sure, sure as hell ain't a Belk. So who can vouch for y'all? A Belk? Belk. We're friends with Eddie and George. Eddie George? The running back? Yeah, we know him too, but that's not who recommended us. Eddie Langston and George Lovanos. We bought some wagons from them in Amarillo last year. They said you were the best. Prescott sits back. back. <laughs> Prescott sits back, threading his fat fingers together behind his cowboy hat. Is that so... What exactly are you two looking to buy? Guns and a snowmobile. Prescott nods. Mm. A respectable, a respectable <laughs> buy, indeed. Mm. Okay. 
I can help you with those items. Well, let's see the dance. Oh, come on. We told you we know Eddie and George. Let's cut the crap and let the buy-in begin. We've been driving for three days, and honestly, if I'm being honest, truly, my legs are cramping tighter than an Apache's war drum. I feel like we're getting off on the wrong foot here. Now, when y'all walked in, did it say the Dallas Buyers Club on the door? It did. Right. Thought so. I'm a diligent man. I just wanted to make sure it didn't say the bullshit express for any old <laughs> asshole wanders in off the street. That's funny. Prescott brandishes a Colt 45 revolver. I don't care what you bought in Amarillo, sweetheart. This is Dallas. And if you want to join this club, y'all two going to have to do the secret dance. The secret dance? So. Presses play. Dance. Aerosmith. Sweet emotions begins. Oh, yeah. We gotta get in. I just like this. <laughs> Ricky and Diane can't believe this. He can't be serious. As Prescott begins to... to con- oh, yes, I remember this. As Prescott begins to conduct with his revolver, Ricky and Diane realize just how serious he is. I'll lead. You follow. Diane nods. Ricky and Diane step forward and smile. They lower slowly into splits and then rise again just as slowly. Not bad. Incredible. Ricky lifts Diane above his head and rotates slowly. Diane kicks her legs like she's swimming and punches her arms like she's punching. Maud rolls by. Now that's a great swim punch. (laughs) (laughs) Best I've ever seen. They simulate sex. First doggy, then froggy, then a reverse cowboy with Ricky on top. He stares at Prescott. Prescott stares right back. He reaches over with the Colt and shuts the stereo off. Great song. Welcome to the club. Ricky helps Diane to her feet. Mark, these two want to buy some guns and a snowmobile. Let's see what's available. Thank you. No problem at all, sunshine. Let's get down to brass tacks. Around here, you can either pay with cash, which is fine, or you can owe me a favor. (laughs) What kind of favor? Oh, you know, a two guns and a snowmobile kind of favor. So, like, we organize your closet or something. I mean, I'm good at waxing cars. My dad showed me. <laughs> He's dead now, but I learned how to do it before, and I'm, I'm still great at it. Tempt offers abound, but sadly, those are good enough for either the guns or the snowmobile, but not both. I could, well, I could wax two cars. No. I could mow your yard every Thursday all summer? I need you, dude... I need you two to pick something up at the airport for me and take it to my friend's house. He lives in Fort Worth. Don't look in the bag. Don't ask questions. Just pick it up and deliver it. And if we refuse? You won't be allowed to buy here. But, but George said... I don't give could... a flying piece of shit what George said. This ain't the Amarillo Myers Club. This ain't the Houston Myers Club. This ain't the Austin Myers Club. And it sure as shit ain't the Galveston, Corpus Christi, San Angelo, Marfa, China Grove, San Antonio, El Paso, Waco, Lubbock, Abilene, Plano, Beaumont, Irving, or Texarkana. This is Dallas. So either take the deal or you can never buy here again. This stings. Diane almost faints, but Ricky supports her. All right, we'll do it. Thought you would. Pleasure doing business with y'all. They shake hands with Prescott. Go do me a favor and these. Maud rolls up on a snowmobile. She holds two guns. <laughs> she rolls up on a snowmobile? <laughs> these will be waiting for you when you get back. Ricky and Diane drive heave once, twice, three times with excitement. <laughs> they exit quickly, leaving the door open. Maud, honey, close the door. Prescott finishes his thermos as Maud snowmobiles to the door and shuts it. 
the end. Man. I bet it's exactly like the real movie. Pretty, pretty, pretty accurate. <laughs> Is there a more fun stage direction than snowmobiles away? <laughs> Truly what we all wanted to experience. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Brian, you killed it. It was so funny. Well done, both of you. Oh, oh my, my God. God. That was uh, difficult. You know, this is the kind of movie that I Movie Pass has enabled me to see. Really? Where it's like Oscar, Oscary. That makes sense, right? right. It's Oscary. It's Oscary. And hey. Um,. But not the, but the masses I, I don't, don't want to go see, see it. I, I don't. I would have. It would have never come across me. There's like, but like pretty much everything that's nominated for best picture, I will have seen one of if it wasn't for Movie Pass, sure. which is only I've only had for one Oscar season. But it's the most informed I've ever been watching these things. <laughs> Are they? Is does that still exist? Well, that's. Uh, I don't know. Depending on when this comes out, <laughs> Movie Pass will be yeah, in a it's giant crazy, flux. Right? Well, it's there's truly nothing more obviously unsustainable than do you want. $500 worth of something a month for $10. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and people in L.A. especially who love going to the movies were probably like, yes, we I, do. I think I got it last November, and I think I saw 60. Are you serious? Or something like that. I saw The Foreigner with Jackie Chan the weekend it came out in movie theaters. Do you even remember that? Does anyone even know that's real? Yeah. I saw so many movies because of it. The but, Foreigner. But lots of times, it's these good. are movies that, I, like Dallas Buyers Club in particular, I won't. I didn't know it existed until the Oscars. Yes. I'm not really good at paying attention to what movies are coming out. And then movies that seem to come out to win awards, definitely. Yeah. No, I mean, I rely on the screeners to catch up on the stuff that's nominated. Yeah. But then if you're, like, you get so many and there's a few that you're excited about and everybody's talking about, and you watch those, and then at some point you're like, I just am not going to watch And this. I'm sure it's great. I bet it's really good. You guys know it's about AIDS, right? <laughs> Is it? Yeah, they're buying AIDS medication. Oh, are they The really? only thing I knew... Yes. I did not know that. Gay people buying AIDS medication I knew medication there was something to Texas it and something to people's idea and, and, and some controversy to Jared Leto's performance, but he won an Oscar for the performance. I do know that much. Yeah, it's about um, communities having a hard time getting their hands on good AIDS medicine it sounds like during it's, the crisis. And it's probably so. really good. It's re- it's really good. Not Sounds the circumstances, sad. the movie. It's it's sad. It's also really good. Okay, but what? now how do I see it? Where yeah. is it? Where do I see movies? Uh, you know, you could Google it. I'm sure it's probably on Amazon Prime. You could steal it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you could can stream it on steal Reddit. Dallas. Yeah. You actually, the crazy thing is, you have to go to Texas and do this crazy dance to get a copy of Dallas <laughs> yeah. Buyers Club. There's nothing more fun to me than people in Texas having pride in only where they're from in Texas. Yes. That's such a real prevalent thing. Yeah, that's kind of, I sat there where I wrote this, and I just said, like, as a thinking exercise, I was like, just list as many Texas cities as you can. So sure. that's why you had to suffer through that Abilene, stupid shit. Uh, it's these places Texarkana. where you go to any city in Texas, and they all seem very similar. And then they're, like, everyone in Dallas like, you were in Houston? How are you not killing yourself? <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know, I'm, and then everyone in oh, Houston's like, you were in Dallas? <laughs> what a shithole. I know. And, like, they're, all, they're all about the same and fine. Yeah, they're all four hours apart. They're not that different. <laughs> You're from Galveston? Ugh. Galveston is a dump. No offense. But Galveston <laughs> so is funny. a royal That's dump. The one where you're like, you're from Galveston? White trash. Beach uh, town. Yeah, so like, I guess like, of course, it's like a prestige movie, right? And it's like a, yes. a, a big topic prestige movie and it's a very like uh, performance driven thing. Well he won the Oscar. He won an Oscar. And yeah, I'm McConaughey. sure they both didn't they both win? Did they both win? I, I think don't think so. Jared Leto won definitely won 
either Golden Globe or the Oscar um, for that. So it's like one I think of, it was Golden Globe, but McConaughey kind of felt like a makeup call because he didn't win for that HBO show True Detective. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was good in it, but like... Yeah. It kind of felt like a makeup call. Well, I watched I'll... Mud that year. I think Mud came out the same year. I'm not totally sure. Is another sure. movie where Matthew McConaughey mumbles in the South? So I went between Mud or <laughs> Dallas Buyers Club. I went Mud. Um, but... there, there are two types of people in this world. <laughs> Muds and Dallas Buyers Club people. <laughs> Somebody's got to edit that together into one really good three-hour movie. <laughs> uh, this is one that I, uh, everyone who saw seemed to revere and say was very good, and it just was a matter of people seeing it. And it's hard... I I don't know. Maybe move, move past lets me not invest $300 in watching the Oscars. Yeah, I mean, also the scene that we just read could be the open, and then it could get into the AIDS medication. Like, there is nothing about that open that didn't say that Diane had AIDS. If we have the right email, I don't think it's Diane with the AIDS. I'm not sure it's that she's who's going to get the well, AIDS Jared medication. Jared definitely had AIDS in that movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Cool. Uh, so when we talk about, like, like this is a movie where... I didn't go seek out seeing Dallas Buyers Club like pretty much probably every when was that like three years ago, something like that. Probably every Oscar movie that year I didn't seek out, right. but I probably watched a season of Lost again. Sure. that year, which is you know thirty hours long. Yes. So what is something? What is the worst? What is something bad you've invested a lot of time in rewatching? The one I watched Deep Blue Sea. I've seen that at least ten times. Because it was on TV. I forget what – it's the shark movie with LL Cool J and yeah. Thomas well, Jane. Didn't and, it have a counterpart movie that came out? Was that Deep Blue Sea? Or am I thinking Deep Impact? I think I'm thinking Deep Impact in Armageddon. Right. Uh, Deep L- Blue Sea, they make sharks smarter and then they <laughs> Finally. kill people. And there's a very famous death scene with Samuel L. Jackson that's like really satisfying. But okay. if it's on – I've seen it so many times. I don't know why. Well, there's got to be good. There has to be something to it. I mean, because you're 20 hours into Deep Blue Sea. Um, yeah, I'm at least 20 hours. And it started, I think, in college because, like, uh, even my roommates would be like, oh, is that on again? And we would just sit and watch the whole thing. It's also where the uh, soundtrack song by LL Cool J, My Hat is Like a Shark's Fin, came from, which is so great and He stupid. wrote the original song. Like, he Will Smithed it. Yeah. Like, he wrote the original song that describes the plot of the movie and yeah. the rap song. He okay. plays a chef who's really religious who traps himself in an oven at some point when the Great White's trying to break Hold in. Hold on. Yeah. It's so good. The He plays a, a chef who's really religious. Yes. Hello, cool. Locks himself in an oven. Yeah, so like it floods. It's this underground super, uh, like it's an underground like science a compound. Yeah, compound. Sort of like it just goes really deep, and it starts flooding the whole way up when these sharks start kind of breaking in and cracking, and then like it sort of steals Jurassic Park where the storm rolls in, so they're all kind of trapped and isolated. Okay. And at some point, he's waiting in, like, chest-deep water, and you see a fin come down the hallway. Great trailer moment. Yeah. And then he makes a swim run for it and gets inside an oven as the shark's trying to break in and also kind of stealing from Jaws. At some point, he, like, gasses the stoves like he was cooking. Oh, I think he has a parrot that talks to him, too, or a bird. He definitely has a some like what I mean, an incredible moment to recall after the yes. talking about it for a little. Oh, yes. also there's a talking bird. <laughs> oh, yes, and <laughs> what like they stole from Aladdin. Yeah, uh, which uh, yeah, exactly, and a scary movie franchise. <laughs> the uh, two most ripped off movies of the '90s were Aladdin and the Scary Movie franchise. Kind of drove pop culture to where it is now. Without just, a doubt, I just want to say this. I can tell Scotty's a really good writer because I can picture that scene exactly, and he used very few words. Like he swim runs for the oven. Yeah, yeah swim right. running. <laughs> you could have even just said swan and I would have known what you were talking about. 
It's a satisfying movie. I recommend it when you're, you know, what, if you have was mono it intentionally or campy? Yes, I think so. It's kind of like, well, the Meg's coming out or whatever. Whenever yeah. this comes out, the Meg came out, and uh, we're it, all in the Meg. Okay. Where, depending on when this comes out, yeah, I the can't me- wait. <laughs> we're trying to go see it 4DX, which I've never done before. Do what does that even what mean? <clears throat> Bad. I, I, I'm not a fan. It's the one where they like blow on you. Yeah, and the seats like move. And I was rumble. about to jokingly say, do they spit on you the whole time? They but do it was spray water at you, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, I think they have a water. And my friend was like, it's really gross. Like, it gets in your drinks. But, like, it's if you walk into a club scene, they'll, like, put perfume scent towards you. And then if somebody, like, stabs somebody in the back, like, something in your chair, like, pokes you in the back. What? Yeah. Somebody was telling me about the fa- uh, Fate of the Furious. They went and saw that in 40X. And, and they, there's a fight scene. Huh. And you just feel these, like, little fist punching. I thought they were just going to say back. they killed Paul Walker in front of each and every one of you. Yeah. Like, oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if that was. Rest in peace, Paul Walker. That's, that's, I thought that was, was, like, a gimmick from the 60s. I think it's back. Yeah, it's back. Fine. Finally, it's, I find it distracting. With much with just under the surface Nazisms, 4D movies have made a yeah. rampant return into everyday life. Never been a better. I don't even know how much they cost. Are they like thirty bucks? Oh, incredible! You'd like twenty two, oh, you know, man. like whatever, more money. That's wow. uh, you can't movie pass 4Ds. They won't. You have to. They limit the amount of Ds that you can movie pass. It's two a day, two yes. D a day. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the other one, I just have to go back to, the. I have watched the movie La Bamba so many times, <laughs> like, <Is> it, <laughs> I think, I mean, maybe more than Deep Blue Sea, and uh, I like the soundtrack, I always had high hopes for Lou Diamond Phillips in this world, but my sister used to be like, my older, sister, yeah. <laughs> my older sister always used to be like, are you really watching this again, and I don't know why. Do but. you see, with things like Deep Blue Sea or, or The Bamba, do you see, do, do you see, because we, uh... Do you seek it out, or does it just happen to be on a lot, and you can't not watch it? I think it was basic cable, so I don't know if it was AMC or whoever. Those two movies were definitely on for free all the time before you know I ever had premium or Netflix or any of that, yeah. that stuff. So I think it was just like the best option most of the time. Okay, there's no risk. You don't have to get reinvolved in anything. You can no. pick it up midway through. Yeah. I'm still so confused. Deep Blue— I. I thought Deep Blue Sea was a sci-fi original movie that got popular. No, it was in the theaters. It, I think it made a decent amount of money, too. I'm not sure, but it was... it was. Uh, I can't remember the actress's name, but it was Thomas Jane, and they had, like, a love of... You know, they had old, old Trist, and yeah. then this underground compound keeps flooding, so the entire time they're rising to the surface as these giant sharks that are very smart. So, like, basically make sharks' brains like So it's another brains. one of these movies that is Jurassic Park. <clears throat> yeah, or it's like Lucy or any of those movies yeah. where they're like, we're only using 10% of our brain. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I love that movie trope. That is one of my all favorite things. What if we used all of our brain? Yeah. I don't know. I think we do. Who was the, what was the Bradley Cooper one with the pill? Oh, oh, shoot. Uh, like, one word, like. Yeah. One silver Linings? Or, Wasn't it Silver Linings Playbook? No, that's, no, that's, that's one where, where he, he's bipolar. Yeah, that's where he dances. But that is a Bradley know. Cooper one with uphill. With pill. But it's like <laughs> You're thinking about like a powder type yeah, movie, yeah, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. advancement No, he takes a pill and like transports wherever or whatever, and they made it into a TV show. Yeah. And it's called like Swift or like something like yeah. that. It sounds like a Pokemon attack. I just love sort. that. And I don't even think that's true, but I don't know. I'm dumb. Well, I'm no, I don't true. think that technology really exists. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, I, think I think I'm using true. 100% of my Limitless. brain. I'm just 90% dumber than the average person. Limitless. Yeah, I can tell my, my brain is always going, I'm trying as hard as I can. Limitless. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think we use all of our brain all the time. Yeah. And I think it just was a. 
people wanted to poke stuff in your heads for a while and yeah. to make the rest of it work. It's a real trope. Uh, yeah, that is such a that is that is what Lucy's about. That's Scarlett Johansson. Or yeah, is that, that Charlize Theron. So funny. It's and, it's Scarlett and, and Dan Lock of Rest Your She brain. makes the best smart face of any smart face. That is always it's fun to watch people have to think act. Yes, like act like you're getting smarter in your face. <laughs> yes. Well, we all look like a beautiful mind, except he, he was actually behaving like that because he was schizophrenic. Yeah. But that's how everyone behaves, and they look like they're trying to think. Yeah, he's that great. Luke Besson, right? Luke Besson. Yes, it's very funny. It shows the percentage of her brain, <clears throat> excuse me, on screen. Like, it actually says, like, 30%, oh God. 60%. That's funny that it thinks the audiences are so dumb. It's like, well, audiences are only using 10% of their brain, so I got to explain this to them. Yeah. <laughs> and so then it's, like, explaining what the percent, so she can fight better, like, the higher the percentage goes up. Yes. Incredible. Or, yeah, it's really, it was, I was, I ruined it for people. I was laughing so hard in the movie theater. I was on a date, <clears throat> and the girl I was with was like, stop. Like, you're laughing too hard. But then other people in the theater start laughing. Once it got to, like, 70%, it's just... <laughs> and then he would cut to stuff of just deer running or, like, natural things, like a stream or babbling brook. And well, then... babbling brooks use 100% of their brain. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> um, that's why you can't understand them. They're always babbling. It's because... That is so funny that it's, like... Was it trying to be funny? No. Okay. Not at all. That's crazy. And I think it did okay, too. I think that one did Because it sounds well. like the movie Crank. Right. To me. Which I loved. Yeah, because it seemed like it was trying to be funny. Hilarious idea for a movie. Because Crank is like, he's kind of upping his thing the whole time. Yeah. And that's so funny. They're like trying to take it serious. When things don't understand what they are, that's when it's so bizarre. Yes. I mean, Crank is speed. Crank is the movie speed, but instead of a bus, it's your heart or whatever. And it's so funny that it was like skydiving, crashing cars, having sex with hot women. It was like, (laughs) these are the three things that work. It's very weird that I haven't seen any of the – I've seen Crank. I've seen Skyscraper. I've never seen Speed. I've never seen Die Hard. Wow. Weird. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not going to yell at you for that because it's on the nose for the podcast. That's good. Well, because what's actually still happening on the actual podcast is we're looping you chugging that thermos from the script still. (laughs) uh, No one will actually hear any of this. I want to get that as like a a morning shock jock radio DJ sound effect. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For 30 seconds. 30 seconds no matter what. It says 30 seconds in the script. So, I mean, it, I, I can't believe how much I was off about Deep Blue Sea. I didn't know it was like a blockbuster or an attempted blockbuster. I think it was. Um, it's it, like a Lake Placid kind yes. of. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Also thought that was a sci-fi movie. I no, think, you think of Sharknado. I am thinking all of these are Sharknado. Yeah. yeah. Like, there was a, there's a whole genre. Like there's that uh, Piranha one mm-hmm. that's uh, – they're. I love they're, monster movies. They're yeah. fun. Yeah. I like all that stuff. Yeah. Like like Anaconda. That was a big Great. one. That was actually yeah. a big one that made a lot of money. They even made one called Anaconda Blood – Orchid, blood orgy. It was like <laughs> well, the difference between orchid and orgy is definitely blood, depending on what you're googling. Blood orgy. It was like yeah, that I love those movies. They're so fun. Okay, maybe I I'm gonna know. see the Meg. I'm gonna go Sunday. Okay, I'm going with like five people. You want to <laughs> no, come? You're allowed you to come. You don't need come? us to affirm that you can go see the Meg in six. You know, in 5D, what they do is they actually steal more money from your wallet during the entire movie. That's the fifth D. Yeah, is that you just have to give them your PayPal and they take whatever they want. Five from you more the whole dollars. Five D. The D is for dollar. In five D, uh, that you come out afterwards and they've thrown your family into a lagoon. Yeah, no. They've actually killed your family <laughs> during the movie. That the, there's five deaths every time, and that's the D. Um, I don't. I all these every single time sounds like the beginning of a western. Yeah. <laughs> every time it, it sounds like a new character in Kill Bill has entered. Oh yeah. Um, 
Brian, what is what have you invested the most time into watching? Because you've seen a lot of movies. Yeah, probably The Rock. Mm-hmm. How many? How many times do you think you've seen The Rock? Oh, because like I told you, I saw Skyscraper too. Nine. Yeah. yeah. Pretty good. If I'm just being honest. Yeah. I think I've and is that like all between all of his movies time. or just like the new Jumanji remake and Skyscraper? What, no. All the, the Bruckheimer movies? Or... I thought you were talking about The Rock. The Nicolas Cage oh, Rock. No, no, no. I'm talking about Alcatraz. Yeah. Oh, the movie The Rock. I thought you were talking about Dwayne Johnson. Okay. No. <laughs> I'm now on board. Yeah. Um, Losers are always going on about that bitch. See, The Rock <laughs> is one of those movies where. It was bad. Everyone talks about it being bad, and then it's we've all just agreed that we unironically like it. You know what really gets me going is when is well. First of all, Michael Bean's like one of my favorite action yes. people of all yeah. time. I think his his career should have been way bigger. But then in that scene where it's like, give the order, put down their weapons. I cannot give that order, sir. Give the order when they have them up, the they pool. have a drop on yeah. them in yeah. the pool, and they're going to shoot them, and he's trying to get them to put all their weapons down. Like, oh my god, that scene gets me going. There is yeah. a lot of stuff that happens in. The Rock that seems like it could have easily been avoided. Where it's like a lot of action <laughs> yeah. movies, it's like you're all funneling to the inevitable. But a lot of things in The Rock seem like they took everyone took the worst possible path, and now we're all in a literal and metaphorical jail. Yeah, but I love it. It's got the it's got a bunch. It's anything with Nicolas Cage, right. anything with one liners. I'm all about, and yeah. it just seemed like everyone's having a real good time. Those big scary green balls that if they burst, like everybody's gonna die of a nerve agent. Right, a perfect example of a. Uh, could kill everyone but won't end the world type of weapon. Right. Or it has to be like massive stakes. Yep. I can't even look up the movie without Dwayne Johnson popping up anymore. And it has to like, <laughs> you has to have giant stakes because that's a tough thing with action movies is you don't believe they'll actually blow up the whole world. Right. So you need like believable end game stakes. Right. Oh, that makes sense. Really I liked it. I thought it was good. I love it. And I think people use The Rock, the movie, not the man, mm-hmm. and Bad Boys as defending Michael Bay. I think Bad Boys everything 2, else... Isn't Bad Boys 2 also Michael Bay? Yeah. Bad Boys 2 is like an all-time action movie for me. And so I think a lot of people, when they really go in on Bay, you can be like, well, The Rock was good, and, and yeah, and Bad Boys was fun. And then you're like, yeah, all right. You're, you, yeah. you can only hold all of the Transformers as one thing against him. Yeah. Because if Ninja he's just Turtles. continuing to make Transformers, then that's just continuing to make Transformers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's fine. Has he ever done like a superhero thing? For some reason, I always Ooh, M Night. No, uh, Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Oh, Michael he did Bay. Ninja Turtles. I would love M Night Bay, where there's just like <laughs> oh, big yeah. twist endings to the like <laughs> at the end. Shia LaBeouf just turns into a car or something love like that. Love that. What? Uh, Maybe the M stands for Michael Bay. Right. Michael Bay Night Shyamalan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or Michael Bay Night Bay. <laughs> That's one of my favorite '50s crooner songs. Is M Night Bay, where it's just people dancing in a gazebo or something like that. <laughs> I've probably seen The Rock that many times, too. I like The Rock. I did, too. Maybe I, I gotta think of a better bad movie, but I'll... Something has really time. shifted where action... And we, I think we maybe even talked about this before. Action movies used to be very star-driven, and now they're very franchise-driven. It's like a movie like Skyscraper comes out, which is a, completely a star-driven action movie. Right. You're seeing it... I saw it because I like The Rock, and I liked it a lot. I like Skyscraper. I get. I haven't seen Die Hard. I get that it's maybe like Die Hard. But that's all... They're, they're, all action movies from, like, late 80s through the 90s were almost... There are, like, three of them. And it was like, is it Nicolas Cage? Is it, you know, Bruce Willis? Yeah. Is it... Van Damme, even like Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. and Stallone in like the, in their things. Now it doesn't seem like they're doing. Now it's what is this? What world is this taking place in? They're definitely 
The Rock has taken the reins and the Hemsworths, and but it's also I think they're lining up John Cena now. I think like John Cena. I just saw another trailer with him in it where he's like a true like action yeah. star, and I think that they're gonna be like, okay, you can go see a Rock movie or a John Cena movie, and it's gonna be a big guy like smashing. The head. Rock seems like he's the only one where this becomes the biggest movie in the world when it comes out, though. Yeah, yeah. he's probably everything the biggest movie is, star in the yeah, world. Yeah, I mean everything Pratt, else Pratt is, is doing, can open a but a lot of his movie. stuff is he didn't come he up with better franchise stuff yeah. or like things like that. I I just hope they don't do that to Batista because he's good. <clears throat> yeah. Like he can make that guy's good and yeah. he, he's doing awesome movies and he's doing big ones too, but like he's man, he's good. Yeah, he's funny. Like, they say Stuber's gonna be good. This yeah. it's very hard Looking to find like that. it takes so little self awareness as a giant oaf guy. I mean that in like a nicest it didn't sound nice. No. Like Batista's huge. That's right. not how big people are. Right. To right. be that big and then have any awareness that you have now opened up so many doors to yourself if you're funny and have timing and can do this thing. Yeah. And it's it's not it's not a coincidence that it's wrestlers. Yeah. But then you see him and he's funny and he's and he's got gravitas. But then you see him in uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine and like it's like oh this guy's like good. Yeah. Like, I, I think there's no coincidence that 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 professional wrestlers are have such a decent crossover here, mm, or at least mm-hmm. such high potential for crossover because. Because they're so charismatic and have to carry the dumbest storylines yeah. to any believability possible. That's really so, true. So if you can come out and make people believe, A, you actually are fighting, B, you're like burying a man in a casket for being your secret brother <laughs> yeah, or something. And you're not embarrassed about this. And you're this. not embarrassed. <laughs> and you can get this stuff across. I think you can be uh, uh, an alien who doesn't understand sarcasm. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. there's just something that these people have, they've been doing it in front of live people all the time, if you can carry that over at all. It'll probably be one of the last genres to really stick around in movie theaters too, because action movies are more fun to see on big screens, even yeah. though TVs are 70 inches now or 100 inches. No, but I saw the Mission Impossible movie and that wouldn't, I wouldn't have, it like made my day. And if I would have watched it at home, I would have been like, that was a pretty good movie. Right. I know you didn't. You don't appreciate things unless you see them in this big giant. Plus, it's fun seeing stuff with other people. That's what I'm saying. Like action movies, you kind of cheer along. I went. I'm from Maryland, and I went and saw Gone in 60 seconds in a North Baltimore theater. That was the single greatest movie experience I've ever had. Yes, people were cheering, standing up, clapping, applauding. It was calling their friends and yelling on the phone. Like when he hits the little button that says "Go, baby, go." It's like his nos or whatever. There is such that movie came out at such a perfect time where the first two Fast and Furious movies existed, so everyone loved cars, yes. like super dumb cars. Yes, like they love tricked out, very inaccessible cars, and everyone loved Nicolas Cage and Angelina Jolie and Angelina Jolie. Yeah. And this was like a perfect melding of. I still think it's a good movie, and it's it's so dumb in all the right ways. Yeah, and then it has fun action. It's, it's such a fun movie. Yeah, it I could was be all so fun. But just people like all of us just cheering. It yeah. was so fun during Mission Impossible. Someone yelled, "You keep running, Tom Cruise." That's hilarious. <laughs> That's so good. And yeah, if someone had yelled that while I was watching at home, it would have been weird. But yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. Somebody actually, there was an article last week about how uh, it's like his movies get either a higher review or they gross more the more he runs. Oh, oh there's like yeah. a very like <laughs> like, like, a, like you can actually oh, tell the crowd. Right, is this? Oh, then that is there is a reason Fallout is his most well reviewed movie of all time. There's a there's I don't know if you guys have seen. It. I, I, I'm dying it. to see it. I haven't uh, seen it yet. Well, good. there is he, at some point he is running so much yes. that you you know they are like this is in the script it said he it, it said he runs now. 
Like this, <laughs> right? It is incredible. It's so, and everyone wait. in the this. We gotta stop talking about. And he had a Tom Cruise broken foot. He had a, a broken, broken ankle while he's he, doing that run. Yeah. He's an amazing movie star. It's really yes. he is the movie star. He's, he's the greatest movie it. star. He it is absolutely. He is such a great movie star that that's the first thing you mention about him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a true movie star. It's oh, really it's, weird. It's and he, now he, and Edge of Tomorrow was great. I mean, the guy so knows we, how to pick scripts. We talk about like uh, you're talking about going to see Gone in sixty seconds movie right. theaters and stuff, and we talk a lot on this because this is like you miss. We don't see a lot of things. You kind of just pretend, and now it sort of like shifts into TV, mm-hmm. and TV seems to be like the preeminent entertainment thing. Yes. Um, but like, what is like an early formative viewing thing for you guys? TV or movie? It can be either. Like, you see something and you're like, oh, this is kind of moving into. Like, I remember seeing The Matrix in movie theaters right. and being like, oh, movies are a lot. Yes. Like, it's the first time I went to see a movie not to hang with my friends, or it's like the first time seeing a movie was something like that to me. I got something. Jacob's Ladder. Really? Yeah. That movie, like, changed me and how much I could appreciate movies because it, the ending, I'm, gonna spoil, I'm not going to spoil anything, but the ending made me rethink the whole other part of the movie, and that was the first movie I needed to watch again right away to try to put it all together <laughs> and um, was rewarded by that second viewing by liking it even more. Yeah. Yeah, that movie. I love that movie. It's so it's so crazy when it's like uh I mean because that's not this giant that's not Star Wars right no, but no. it's like you see something and you're like oh I understand these there's levels of how these exist and can be great and that sort of thing yeah and and like the storytelling like and just like and also really like the idea of a of a really satisfying conclusion that like changes everything you've seen plus up any to that movie point. based on like uh, children's hand string games. <laughs> I'm all about. Yes. Uh, Jacob Ladder, Walk the Dog. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Cat's Cradle Cat's probably Cradle. got, yeah, yep. probably was a movie. Probably was a Vonnegut book into a bad movie of probably. some sort. I actually do know uh, that <laughs> Cat's Cradle, the people who made Fargo, which is my favorite television show, uh, they own the rights to Cat's Cradle, the Vonnegut book. Oh, wow. I, I don't know how we got on that. But so okay. look at, like, I think probably on FX where they do everything. Seems like they, I got yeah. high aspirations if they're making something, you know? <laughs> and if you listen and you work for the show Fargo, I know the fourth season takes place in Kansas City, which is where I'm from, and it stars Chris Rock, which is who I'm not, and all I want is you to put me in the show and kill me. Yeah. Is that too much to ask? I'll be your, I'll be the expert Kansas City historian, and then you can kill me in the oh, show. I just want to be so a dude great. who gets killed in the crossfire. I don't need a line. <laughs> I'm going to talk a lot that you'll probably have to cut out, but I just want you to kill me in the show. Yeah, that's awesome. That's all I want is to die in that show. All right. If you, if you have to actually stab me, 4D, 5D, yeah. to make it look realistic, you can actually stab me. Or shoot me if it's not in, like, where that's it'll kill a, me. That's yeah. a good offer. You're the first guy off the elevator, the doors open, and you get shot before you can even draw exactly. your Exactly, and then oh, the credits say so episode one or whatever. You'd I'm be so good at that. I, people tell me all the time I should be dead. I look like I like <laughs> stuff like that, and I'm like, thank you. We finally got there. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll film it when you <laughs> say that. Yeah, they always, and it's the tone they have is always so interesting. Uh, but, Scotty, like, what is, so for you, like, what is something that you saw? They were like, this is uh, like an important or a memorable view. In Early on, I saw Roger Rabbit in the movie theaters when I was a little kid, and I still don't quite understand why that mix of like live action animation didn't go. I, I just remember working so well and being so scary, so yeah. effectively weird and scary and creepy, and like it blended both sort of animation worlds. And 
Uh, and I guess Bob Hoskins, looking back, just did a really great job at playing that. Like, his dead brother, he's a drunk, and now he's teamed up with, like, an asshole. It's really funny to me. So yeah. I, I should probably go back and watch it and see if it stands up. But I do remember being a kid and, like, I knew it was, you know, a movie, but at the same time, you wanted that. You wanted Toontown to be real. And I'm not, like, an animation guy as an adult that much. Like, yeah. But that one, for some reason, like, when I look back and, like, think of movies I watched when I was young, that stands out. Yeah. Do you think it is too expensive to make? I don't know. I actually— I mean, like, that's why there probably weren't a lot of these. Like, it seems like a risky thing because you probably have to invest a lot in doing this, especially in, was that, like, 1992 or 1993 or something like that? Yeah, I don't know. I thought it might be 80s, honestly. I'm not sure. It was it was early '90s, um, um, and there was like it wasn't really CGI much at that point. Yeah. So like there must have been you're like must dropping have been so cells hard over with like yeah. film. tennis balls they're holding in the eye line yeah. and all that all that shit. Yeah, it's really it cool. Hard. I do this dumb thing it's where really I cool. assume every movie, cool movie is like yeah. the age it was when I re- like every movie came out when I was five. Right. Like, I'm like, oh man, Casablanca, what's that? Like 93, 94, I think is when I first <laughs> entered my brain. <laughs> so <laughs> that's really funny. There was nothing before me, right? 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 There'll be nothing after me. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, that's embarrassing to admit. Um, all right. We got a couple games that I want to play here. Oh, and, and I want to get in because uh, this one that's new is, 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 is so fun. First, we're going to play. Before and afters, and so I described it a little bit before the podcast, but I'll describe it in case you're listening. What I will do is I will tell them a plot to a hypothetical movie that is a mashup of two movie plots, uh, sort of a mashup, sort of just the plot to each movie in a row. Um, right. I'll tell you, a, and so it's these two movie plots, and then you'll tell me what the push together title of those two movies would be. Would okay. be right. So you, we talk about like the Wolf of Wally Street is that option up top, where if it's a robot selling penny stocks, you get this like here it is. Got it. Um, so here's here's and they start off <clears throat> and they get a little harder. We have four of them. Number one, and you can talk it out, think it out, whatever. Great. Um, Two bumbling British friends and a foul-mouthed super assassin have to save their loved ones during a zombie invasion. Two, what's the, for the two? Two bumbling British friends and a foul-mouthed super assassin have to save their loved ones during a zombie invasion. Okay. Two bumbling British friends. The trip? Um... What's I, I was thinking British maybe friends. like it might be like Shaun of the Dead like uh, oh, those right, guys right 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 yeah Shaun uh, of the Dead and this is and it's and a, a Shaun of the Super Assassin Dead by Falmouth who's a Falmouth Super Assassin I'm gonna let it sit in this because I guarantee people are listening are yelling it yeah <laughs> I'm guarantee they are too yeah. <laughs> who curses and is a Super Assassin I don't know. Man, I don't even... A super assassin. We have hints from the producers. Shaun of the Deadpool. Oh! oh. Yeah, that's... Yep. Shaun of the Deadpool. Okay, I get it. <laughs> Shaun of the Deadpool. Okay, All okay. Right. number two. Should have had it. <laughs> a TV weatherman continually wakes up to the same exact day, over and over, a day where an extraterrestrial visitor comes to Earth and claims to be our friend. Groundhog... Day of the, isn't the is, is what was that thing with the um? Oh God! Oh God! It's like a Johnny Depp. Day of the day of the something. Come on, Groundhog Day of the. Can you tell me the back half again? Sorry. An extraterrestrial visitor comes to Earth and claims to be a friend to the Earth. Keanu. Yeah. 
with Keanu. Keanu Reeves is the star of this movie, and it was a remake of Klaatu Verato. Right? Day of the Earth Stood Still? Yes. Okay, Groundhog so Day, Groundhog Day, Day of the, the Earth, Earth Stood Still. still. Okay, we got one! We got one! He's <laughs> <laughs> shaking Woo! it so hard. See, I like the teamwork. I like the teamwork. Sometimes people get competitive about it, and they get none. It's gotta, you no. come together, you... No, no, we're going to help. We're, yeah. Uh, okay, This fir- the first half is going to be a tough one to pick up here. A visual representation of Jesus Christ's crucifixion set on the backdrop of a family man trying to make sure everything is ready as his family comes to stay with him for the holidays. All while waiting for his Christmas bonus check to install a new pool. Okay, so National Lampoon's Christmas is the back half. Right. The front half is... The passion, passion of... Pa- passion of the lamp... <clears throat> You can drop the National Lampoon. Oh, okay. Chris, passion of the Christmas Vacation. Passion of the Christmas Vacation. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. Christmas Vacation. Okay. You know, you Google uh, Passion of the Christ plot, and it just gives it to you right there. And you're the like, Bible? oh, yeah, that's, that's what it's... Uh, I, yeah. didn't even, I didn't even need to look that up, I don't think. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, Stations sure of the, the Cross. Um, yeah. The original horror walk. I also yeah. saw one... Uh, this is unrelated, but I was reading old Roger Ebert reviews because I think it's very funny and it's very interesting. And right. His review of Passion of the Christ was... Uh, like the, one of the more interesting things I've ever read. He gave it four stars and talked about hating it. Yep. But talked about how there's nothing wrong with how it was made. Right. I remember that. Or that it was made. When it came out. And that he just, and he's like, and he's like, I don't, he's like, everything is great about the execution of the movie, but I'm not happy it exists or something like that. Yep. Like there's something to it. And he's, but then he gives it four stars and he's like, it, he's like, it could, should you see it? You know whether or not you're going to, it, right. you know, it's like, this isn't a movie review. And like, it's very crazy. And then his, the it led me to the human centipede review mm. which he said uh does not deserve to be spoken about or get a single star and it's like a 20 word review that he's just upset wow it's very very crazy um i was living in atlanta when passion of the christ came out and my girlfriend at the time was like <clears throat> should we go see it i was like yeah so we went to cobb county which is just north of atlanta yeah and we went to the stadium theater when that was kind of a newer thing packed sold out theater and then during the whipping scene like the cat of nine tails or whatever scene that's like just gore porn really the uh the woman sitting to my left is crying but she won't stop eating nachos while she's crying (laughs) she's saying praise jesus then she would cover her mouth and cry and then take her hand off her mouth dip a nacho and nacho (laughs) cheese and crunch through it and i it's the only memory i have of that movie and it's one of my favorite yeah but she did. She oh, would not stop. So it's like funny. Jesus getting whipped to death. She's right. bawling. For, for her and for chose. lots of people, this is the most dramatic thing that can be presented to them. Yes. Yeah, if she, if you believe that, that this is a representation of something that exists, and, and that is your Lord and Savior, and yeah. you still like, yeah, these nachos, man. These, right. nachos. these are 9.75. Yeah, this cheese has been cooling for about 50 <laughs> minutes at this point, so I better dig in. <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, my God. That is incredible. We're going to uh, die. We're all going to die. And yeah, it's yeah. crazy. I think it was Deadpool earlier in the game that unseated uh, Passion of the Christ for the most successful box office for an R-rated movie. Oh. Okay. No wonder Mel's making another one. Uh, uh, I'm back, baby. I think he is, right? He really is. I think he really is. About, like, him being resurrected? I guess. Yeah. Or it's, does he still have the uh, puppet on his hand? The, is yeah, that beaver. He's doing beaver. He's a Mormon now, and they want to talk about when he was in America. Oh, okay. Beaver Christ. <laughs> All right, last one. Uh, oh, boy. This is the hardest one. Uh-oh. An actor decides to quit acting and carry out a plan to focus on a hip-hop career, but the plan begins to unravel when he finds cryptic and terrifying secrets about his ancestry once the matriarch of his family passes. 
and he has to try and outrun a fate he has inherited. Wow. Wow. I'm going to go. Like leave the podcast? (laughs) Wow. This is, yeah. Matriarchy. The matriarch dies. He learns a new path. This is insane. And it starts with an actor who... An actor decides to quit acting and carry out a plan to focus on a hip-hop career. Who is... All right. What's a movie about an actor who decided to stop acting? The documentary. The documentary. Oh. Okay. And it was a hoax. Oh, okay. So it's uh, it's, Joaquin Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm here. I'm I'm not here. I'm not here. I'm still... I'm I'm still still, here. I'm still here. I'm still here. All right. I'll give you guys that. I'm still here. Okay. Here... (laughs) And then, can you give me the back half one more time? Sorry. Uh, It's more, yeah. But the plan begins to unravel when he finds cryptic and terrifying secrets about his ancestry once the matriarch of his family. Oh my God. Oh my God. I am hereditary. I'm still here to Terry. Oh, man. I'm still hereditary. I mean, I'll cheer for that one. On on paper, it's uh, I'm still here to Terry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Oh, oh man! And I don't know who did the leg work for leg work for the I'm still here. What's that called? SEO search engine stuff. But it the first thing it mentions is Casey Affleck who directed it, not who it's about. So right, uh, Casey Affleck camp out here. Well, they haven't had the best year, but they at least they got him on this SEO here. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, so we got our next game is rapid fire trivia about a movie you've never seen or seen. The movie definitely would really help you with the trivia. Okay, and. Probably also needs a shorter title because uh, I have to type it in every document. So you've never seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? I have not. Uh, which is one of my favorite movies and definitely one of my favorite movies that I don't know if it would hold up. Am I leaving first? or? Uh, so, Brian, you have seen it. You will leave. Okay, I'm leaving. And Scotty will do the trivia here. It is 20 questions about Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Oh, God. It, yeah. Here we go. If you, it, and then we'll ask. I'll ask you these 20 questions. Okay. And then we'll see how you do. So I think our record, what did she? Uh, oh, I won't break it. So <laughs> this is for the audience. Um, yes, seven. She got, uh, Amiel got seven about Goodfellas. And so she'd never seen it. And that's the record. So is Brian gone? That'd be so funny if we just did something else. <laughs> 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 is Brian? Cool. Okay, bring out the puppies. Um, all right, 20 questions. Rapid fire trivia about a movie. Never seen or seen movie. Probably definitely really help you with this. Okay. Here's your 20 questions about Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Question Great. one, what year did it come out? Uh, 2003. No. Who directed it? Uh, the guy that did The Snowman. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's <laughs> true either. Um, name three actors or actresses in the movie. Oh, Val Kilmer, Robert Downey Jr., and uh, Scott Kahn. I'm just guessing <laughs> no. on the third one. I have no idea. No, name two of the characters' names in the movie. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Mike and Vince. <laughs> I'm going to look and see if that's right, but I don't think so. No, there's more people named Chainsaw Kid than either of the two things oh, you just said. Oh, I'm way off. Uh, how long is the movie within five minutes? Um, I'll go... N- uh, 100 minutes. Hey, there you go. 103 minutes. Yes. What is the film's star ranking on IMDb within 0. 0.4? Um, I, it's out of 5. Is that it's what? It's out of 10. Oh, it's out of 10. Um, 6.5. Close, but didn't quite get it. What kind of store was Harry robbing before he was discovered? Uh, jewelry store. No. Okay. What was Gay Perry's profession? Uh, Gay Perry was clearly a 
at uh, Chef to the Stars. <laughs> Private investigator. <laughs> Name two movies listed as, if you like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, you'll like... Along Came a Spider. No. Um, you, get, you get three strikes. Oh, okay. Um, uh, point Break. No. I mean, I really have no idea what this movie's about. <laughs> uh, we'll say... Uh, uh, if you like this movie, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, you're gonna love Snatch. Yeah, there's one. Okay, you get one more. You get one more. You get the you get the question. Oh well, then I'll do. Uh, uh, oh, sh- uh, Lockstock. Oh uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just made it. Cool. What part of what p- body part of Harry's does Harmony accidentally cut off? Nose. No. Okay. Where did Harry and Harmony originally meet? Uh, uh, in the military. No. Harmony's biggest acting break was in a commercial for what? Church's Chicken. <laughs> the beer. The beer commercial features what features what CGI animal that is voiced by Lawrence Fishburne? Oh, a, a lion. No. Okay. How much money did the movie make within five million dollars? Mm, probably not that much. Maybe maybe the thirty-two million. No. How much money did the movie cost within five million dollars? Seventeen. There you go. Yeah. Finish this quote. Harry, I peed on it. Perry, what? You peed on what? Harry, I peed on the... Uh, I peed on the ottoman. <laughs> no, it's a corpse. Oh, Finish this quote. That's Harmony. Better. Well, for starters, she's been fucked more times than she's had a hot meal. Harry, yeah, I heard about that. It was neck and neck, and then she... Went to Denny's. <laughs> No, finish this quote. (laughs) This is the narrator, Harry. Don't worry, I saw Lord of the Rings. I'm not going to... Oh, Jesus. Uh, I saw Lord of the Rings. I'm not going to throw it in the lava. End this 17 times. What state is Harmony originally from? Mm, Pennsylvania. Uh, No. How many characters died in the movie? The body count, if you will. Uh, Within two. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Probably a lot. Let's say nine. Uh, Thirteen. Oh, I'm still pretty happy with that guess. Yeah, you got pretty close. We got three. All right. You got three out of 20. I'll take it. I'll take three. All right, let's get Brian back in here. Brian, Brian, Brian. Brian. Oh, he's just out there and they have the sound off. It really, the title suggests so many things. Yeah. But uh, I really have no idea. And I don't. Well, we'll wait till afterwards, yeah. but I wasn't sure about question two, I believe. Oh, and I didn't even look up. I'm going to Google. Uh, uh, yeah, you can, because we'll see if Brian gets it right here. Yeah. Um, but I don't. I might be wrong. No, he didn't direct that movie. <laughs> um, I'm right. an idiot. Brian, return to the room. He, uh, he got three out of 20. Okay, but he hasn't seen it. Yes. He hasn't seen it. I, I mean, uh, nine I is the record that. for having seen it. Right. Out of 20, 9 out of 20. Held by Ryan Singer for Goodfellas. Just manage your expectations. This isn't Goodfellas either. You know what I mean? Right. It's like there's more like a trivia plot and common knowledge. This is a tough one. I wanted to yeah. like this movie. I, I remember not liking it nearly as much as I thought it did not make much of an impression. This on seems me. like a movie a people would ago. specifically tell you you like. You right. would like. Right. Well, I'm, I'm sure super I like witty it, and, I... and you love comedy, you know. Okay, uh, all right. Things to do in Denver Rapid when you're fire dead. trivia about a movie you've never seen. We're seeing the movie probably definitely really helps. Okay. It has been seen before. <laughs> uh, Brian, you ready for Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? I am ready. All right, question one. What year did it come out? 1997. No, 2005. Question two, who directed it? Shane Black. But Shane Black. I, I, would have, I would not have gotten that right if Brendan hadn't said Shane Black out there. <laughs> oh, oh Brendan, he did? Brendan, it's your fault, yes. Okay, well then what? <laughs> Uh, name three actors or actresses in the movie. 
Oh, okay. Uh, Robert Downey Jr., yep. Val Kilmer. Yep. Uh, yeah. Um, hold on a second. Um, uh, Michael Madsen. No. It's a great guess. <laughs> That's a good I guess. said Scott Kahn. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, name two characters in the movie. Uh, 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 Ricky Del Prezio and... Um, Victor Black. Ah, uh, we're looking for Harry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How long is the movie within five minutes? One hour, 49 minutes. Oh, you were six minutes away. It's one hour, 43 oh. minutes. <laughs> oh, that stings. Uh, I almost made it seven. I made it seven for longer movies. Okay. How, uh, what is the film's ranking out of 10 on IMDb within point four? 8.1. You're 0.5 away. It's 7.6. I literally can't believe you're on such a cusp with both of these. Yeah. <laughs> what kind Wait, of, I had to be within 0.4. 0.4 and God you're 0.5 away. <laughs> oh my God. All right. What kind of store was Harry robbing before he was discovered? Liquor store. A toy store. Fuck. What kind of, what was Gay Perry's profession? Hairdresser. God, uh, that private was investigator. That was offensive. I'm sorry. Name two movies. No, I think naming the character Gay Perry the whole time might have been more offensive. <laughs> Name two movies listed as if you like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, you'll like. Oh, okay. Uh, things to do in Denver when you're dead. No. Come on. You get three strikes. Okay. Um, uh, uh, okay. Scotty um, got this one. Wait, who, according to who? I, uh, Internet Movie Database. Internet Movie Database. If you like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, you would like. Okay, the... Uh, the the what guys the other what's the, the no the the guys the that that um, yeah, the nice guys I'll give nice you that guys. One. Yeah. nice guys yeah hmm. one okay. more um oh shit what's that uh what's that movie that came out like last year two years ago that um oh, Christopher Walken is a uh, it was like a heist movie it was a hmm. ensemble cast right, I think we hit desert. our time limit here okay <laughs> The Big Lebowski Pulp Fiction yeah. Snatch Gross Point Blank yep. Get Shorty Repo Man yep. Inherent Vice love all those movies uh, what body part of Harry's does Harmony accidentally cut off foot no okay he, she shuts the door on his finger okay uh, where did Harry and Harmony originally meet uh, the cafe where she worked no Harmony's biggest acting break was in a commercial for what Charmin beer. The beer commercial features what CGI animal that is voiced by Lawrence Fishburne? Polar bear. Yeah. All right. What? I was like, <laughs> straight bear. Guess. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> How much money did the movie cost to make within $5 million? $19 million. You were $4 million away. There you go. <laughs> How much yes. movie did, money did the movie gross worldwide within $5 million? $23 million. It was, it was $15 million as well. It cost and made the same amount of money. Wow, wow. interesting. Finish this quote. Harry, I peed on it. Perry, what? You peed on what? Harry, I peed on the... Cat. Corpse. Finish this quote. Harmony, well, for starters, she's been fucked more times than she's had a hot meal. Harry, yeah, I heard about that. It was neck and neck, and then she... Died. Skipped lunch. Jesus. Died? <laughs> no. <laughs> Finish this quote. <laughs> Harry narrating. Uh, Don't worry, I saw Lord of the Rings. I'm not going to... Throw a touchdown. End this 17 times. What state is Harmony originally from? Wisconsin. Indiana. How many characters that died in the movie? What's the body count within? Seven. No, 13. Fuck. All right. Let's see how we did here. Uh, you got one, two, two. No, come on. Yeah. 
<laughs> hey, it's box office was the same as budget. It's not a memorable it's movie. It's just tough. That's I mean, that's the not hardest one's gonna get. You know how long it took me to come up with twenty questions about that movie? That's why by the end it's like, what's it called? Like by the yeah. end, the yeah, questions yeah, yeah. have come back around to being. <laughs> right. uh, but there are some good quotes in that movie. If it's a movie oh you've seen, God. stuff like that. It has to me what is the funniest scene in the movie, and is the funniest. That guy looks like a con. Like he's they, they're just at a bar describing people, and he's like, "Look at that Native American Joe Pesci." And then the people they cast for these like, <laughs> "Look at that guy," is oh, the funniest thing I have really ever funny. seen in my Nothing, life. Doesn't and, look anything like it. No, it looks exactly like oh, Native yeah. American really Joe funny. Pesci <laughs> to the point where the cast, the guy who went in for casting, had to know he was going to get it because well, it couldn't <laughs> have been the first time that came up in his life. You know, they they maybe have uh, written those lines once they had the, impossible, the, uh, Brian. You can't rewrite things. <laughs> yeah, so Might should I watch it? That's my question. It's pretty good. I don't. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Not it's, if you like Shane Black, he's got. And he's got like. I thought the Nice Guys was really good. Yeah, it's funny. Shane Black um, did the Nice Guys yeah. too. Oh, so okay. if you like that, that's cool that you got the Nice Guys without even knowing that was Shane it Black. Because like, it feels like the same movie yeah. thirty years later. Like the Nice Guys is like, like the seventies nice or eighties. Yeah. yeah. So maybe check it out. All right. Okay. We're here at the end. We picked option B for guest what oh, movie boy. trailer. Kyle's dad describing having had never had a movie with intro. Uh, so here it is. TV loud shirt. <laughs> okay. So he's on TV. That is a loud shirt. <laughs> he's walking around near the ring in his very loud shirt. It's fight night, and that doesn't seem right to the military guy. Now he's in a regular suit because he, <laughs> I guess he has to solve this murder. <laughs> He's trying to piece together who did the murder, and everyone in the arena oh. are eyewitnesses. Oh. He's acting bonkers. <laughs> I mean, I remember the boxing match movie I'm, where there's a murder. If you want, the only hint I'll give is I'm surprised this movie didn't come up during this podcast today. Really? Because it's a Nicolas Cage movie? Or a Shane Black movie? I thought there was a there was a movie where there's like they're all up in the catwalk during a major fight and there are a bunch of people around. Oh and like he's trying he's behind Nicolas the scenes. Nicolas Cage. It is a Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah, and it's like behind the scenes. Oh. And he's trying to stop a guy that's gonna shoot somebody at the boxing match or something. Yes. Am I? Uh, you can't. I think you're thinking of the right. I'm movie. coming on the right yeah. path, yeah. and it's not Snake Eyes, right? Some people would say it is Snake Eyes. Oh, yeah, it's it's snake eyes. Snake eyes. <laughs> is it Snake Eyes? Yeah, it is Snake Eyes. All right. Wow. I mean, you got it. Yeah, oh, boy. your I dad just, is. I could have just let you keep living in the it's not Snake Eyes world and seeing how far you went down <laughs> the world of. All right, I've eliminated one movie, and I know I've eliminated this one particular movie. Wow. <laughs> if, you're, if he's like, it's not Snake Eyes, and you're just like. Mm-hmm. Well, if you say that, that must be what it isn't. <laughs> it is Snake Eyes. Wow, that's uh, a. I'm, I just remember that trailer. I don't think I saw that movie. Uh, yeah, I remember it being like one of the first times I watched like a rated R movie at a friend's house. Cage had a run there. He had some movies going. There's the oh, loud yeah. shirt. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Look at also, that. a loud shirt would be a good way to describe his face or acting style. Yes. <laughs> yes. Everything about him is a loud shirt. <laughs> he's the only thing that looks like a gif, even when he's standing still. Gosh. <laughs> Please tweet the picture of this shirt. Yeah, that we that's get to see. gorgeous. Yeah, after it comes out. 
<laughs> after this. Weird. Incredible. That's a good poster. I wish I had <laughs> named that. Poster. That would have been a fun one to try to guess. They, the I remember in this movie that they say the house always wins at least seven times. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can't yeah. think it keeps coming up because <laughs> the fight's at a casino ring or whatever. Anyways. Sinise. Oh, uh, Sinise. There's the military guy. Doesn't military know what's guy. up. Guy. Loud shirt. Lounge is that a stock photo? Sinise. Can you claim that as a stock photo if it's a screenshot from a movie trailer? It's probably not stock. Okay. Wow. No, it says it's an Alamy stock photo. Yeah. Good for them. Good for them. They're doing great. They oh, hired Carla those guys Gugino, and they staged this. The best. All right. Uh, out of all that's happened today, I think I'm going to go rewatch Snake Eyes. <laughs> yeah. Um, it also seems like every movie we've talked about is probably the one that's on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> that I could just watch yeah, full. on full <laughs> HD on YouTube and they just don't even care. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for coming to the show, Scotty. Thank you for, for writing Dallas Buyers Club. Very. Thank you so much for having me. This was a great time. Yeah. Uh, yeah if you want to let everyone know what you got going on, if they want to find you anywhere, do anything, anything that you want to let people be. Blah, blah, blah. You know, no real, no big plugs. I'll just say uh, keep an eye out at some point in the next six months for a movie called Ma, M-A. Great. A new Blumhouse movie. Okay. Sweet. Other than that, just have a great year, everyone. Everyone have a good year. (laughs) All right, thanks. Uh, uh, And as always, if you guys want more of the show, we have a Patreon page, neverseenit.com. Or no, patreon.com slash neverseenit. I can't imagine why it's not more successful. What with my extreme (laughs) back-to-front knowledge, the whole thing. We do. We put bonus episodes up there. We got some video from live shows and things like that. You can check out at patreon.com slash neverseenit. And thank you. Please uh, review and rate and subscribe and all the Patreon podcast stuff that you and tell your friends thank you guys thank you it only sounds like snakes from like a quentin tarantino sound effect (laughs) (laughs) it's a good show